Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Today's episode is brought to you by Park Cafe, the official unofficial sponsor of the RSL Show. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the RSL Show. Uh, I'm the intern slash host, Alex Napolis, today filling in for Andy Munoz, who unfortunately couldn't be with us today. Uh, but to my right, I have Mr. Yeah, Josh here. And, of, of course, producing today's show, we have Junior Producer. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Your name is Hey, What's Up? How's it going? Yep. That's a <laughs> Isaac Munoz. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Uh, it's been a while since we've uh, uh, had the opportunity to come in re- and record. It's been nice, though, huh? It's been nice. Yeah, it's been a nice little off-season. Obviously, we'd finished up the World Cup. It's been it's been quiet. I think, I, think uh, I don't know if I'm speaking for you guys, but... I was getting a little burnt out, and I needed that break, so I'm back and fresh. Good. Ready to go. Good, yeah. We're excited. We're ready. How about you, Gina Producer? I'm already tired. You're already tired? This <laughs> yeah, is your I'm first solo show, or are you just sure you're not just, you know, scared? Yeah, I'm just stressing about. He's shaking. Hopefully this, hopefully this uh, recording goes good. I don't know if you guys can, like, hear. I mean, obviously you can't hear it, but, like, his hand is shaking as he's holding the mic. He's sweating. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> awkward. It's hot in here. Is it? No. I think you're just nervous. Yeah. just nervous. There we go. <laughs> I just wanted you to admit it. All right, boys. Well, where do you want to start? Yeah, let's jump right into it. I mean, so obviously our last recording was at Kaya um, for the World Cup. Did that one really count? Uh, we'll count it. We'll count yeah, it. Yeah, but it didn't count towards like RSL. Sure, but that was the, yeah. last, that was the last time we all got together and, and recorded. And so it's been a while since we've been here sharing news with everybody. So just... Uh, I thought we'd start with just a little quick recap of some of the bigger, important stuff that we missed. Um, and I guess let's start with like your just your quick final thoughts on that World Cup. On the World Cup? Yeah. Dude, I already forgot who won. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, it was a fine World Cup. Nothing yeah. really... I don't know. It, it wasn't one for the books for me, though. The final was great, but like the World Cup as a whole, 
it was just fine. Yeah, I think, you know, the controversy and everything kind of dampened it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and the U.S. obviously not having the greatest of performances, you know, it's just not that memorable. But it was a good World Cup, you know. I, I, I was glad I watched it, and I'm glad I watched the final. So I wasn't going to, but that was a great one. It was. It was. Junior Producer, what, do you, what, are, what are your thoughts? It was, it was a good World Cup. I, I, I liked it, but um, I could say it was a little bit rigged, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, the storybook lined up a little too well, didn't it? Right, right. I, I think, I think now looking back at it, I mean, the, the debate's over. Lionel Messi, oh, absolutely. Lionel Messi is the greatest of all time. Over at least, at least we can settle the Messi versus Ronaldo. Yeah, in my for opinion, sure. for sure. Also, Ronaldo, Saudi Arabia. Who would have thought? I'm glad. Who would have thought? I'm glad he thinks anyone's going to be able to watch him. I was almost right because I said that he was going to go back to Portugal and his career was just going to fade away. Yeah, it's almost worse. But he went to Saudi, yeah. So uh, I, I saw the the rival club of the team he signed for offered Messi nearly double. Yeah, yeah. I hope he comes to MLS though. I don't. I, I, I would, don't know. I would love to see him in Miami, and I'd love to see him see what kind of impact that would have to Major League Soccer. Yeah, I'm. I'm sad if it was going to happen. I wanted to be this year, right? Yeah. Just so he's not another year older. Um, just kind of like tarnishing it a little bit for when he does decide to come. Yeah. But, for sure. He's he's going to come and be one of those guys that's like, I only play home matches. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not going to leave Miami. I'm tired. <laughs> I'll, I'll just play the home match. Sub me out in the 60th. Well, and then now that we're here post-World Cup, um, another thing that we didn't really talk about too much was the Burt Halter Reina situation. Dude, awkward. Awkward. Terrible. I it's think, a bad look. I think it's bad for both of them. Oh, yeah. I think they're both, they've both done some dumb shit in the last couple months and it's just like coming to an idiotic head i think i think that's definitely i think that definitely should be the the nail in burt halder's coffin yeah i don't i already didn't want him back as a coach but do you want a coach back that is going to kind of start the drama with a player and then right i mean let's be real the performances weren't that great either well i'm not a big fan of burt halder i never have been right and and i mean you you're right it wasn't there with the results and do you really want that like controversy and that favoritism Following showing you. up yeah. over and over and over again? Because I mean, we saw it with John Brooks. Um, we've seen it with a couple players throughout the the national team pool. It's and now, almost like it's a pattern, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't and know. and do we want Burhalter back, which is automatically going to leave one of our, who's going one of the players that's going to be one of our best players, right? Out, right? He'll never get a shout. And I feel bad for Gio. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he wanted any of this. I don't think he wanted any of this. I don't really think that he really played a part in it. But it's also a really bad look for Claudio, his father. It's the worst look for it's a really really bad look for him. Who's an executive at a MLS club? Yeah, NYCFC, right? Uh no, he's at Austin now. Oh, he moved. Yeah, he's at yeah, Austin. Yeah, that's a that's a real bad look. But they've been like him and Burhalter have been going back and forth. Like one of them was benching his kid when he was coaching the, <laughs> oh, yeah. his Burhalter, but <laughs> like or no. Claudio was benching uh, Berhalter's kid yep. yeah. at Columbus. Yeah, so it's just it's petty. And it's they yeah. need to just they need to fade away. It's it's just it's a bad look for for everybody for the federation for everybody for Bert Halter for the Reinas everyone. Junior producer, did you follow that at all? No, I'm actually waiting for you guys <laughs> to explain what's going on. Oh. I, didn't want, I just <laughs> so, know that you guys Bert Halter. Um, there was evidence, I guess, news. Uh, that was coming out that he um, hit his wife, right? Kicked her. Kicked her. Kicked Nin- his wife 19 years ago. In, yeah, like the 90s. 
They've been married and happily with children since. Yeah. And so, I mean, they, they it, kicked his wife. It's it was like a, a, a college kid fight, right? Jeez. And he kicked her. Like, right. Okay. Obviously not good. But like for, for the Rainus, I think like, oh, if we bring this to light, like he's going to get canceled forever. Yeah. So his friend basically like was blackmailing him for not playing Gio Reyna in the World Cup. That is wild, actually. It is yeah. wild. It is wild. I don't know how you didn't see that. It was. All I mean, like... I know there was some beef, but I didn't know yeah. it was because of that. Yeah, yeah. The whole situation is 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 bad. It's bizarre. And I hope I hope they move on from Burt Halter and start focusing on what's going to happen here in twenty twenty six. Listen, I think I think every national team should cycle their coach every four years if they're not winning. So how do you feel about like Didier Deschamps, who just signed on for another five years? Yeah, at least, but like. It's different when you're always there. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm saying if teams aren't getting out of quarters or, you know what I mean, they're not really pushing that final. Yeah. Resign them, like, resign a different coach every cycle until you get there. <laughs> well, then we won't even get into, like, the Mexico situation because that's a whole other coaching crazy yeah, that's, situation. <laughs> you want to say the U.S. is in bad, yeah. bad shape. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, other big important news that we kind of missed, um, SeatGeek. Being the official ticket sponsor of Real Salt Lake, I don't know. If, I don't so know. So no more AXS. App. Yeah, AXS is Dude, done for. I don't care. All all tickets will now be distributed through SeatGeek. All um, of all of those apps and sites are the same to me. All the fees suck, and yeah, I think like, I think I, SeatGeek fees are worse. I doubt there's fees to like transfer between friends though. Like, I don't think there was an AXS. No, there weren't. Like, yeah. I so I mean, it's just like if your season tickets are just being delivered to you, like, and that's what you're using, then. Right. Cool. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are planning to head out to America First Field um, this year, make sure to uh, go through SeatGeek uh, because that's the new ticket sponsor for Real Salt Lake. Um, a lot of academy players heading over to the youth national ca- international camps. Uh, guys like Fernando Delgado, uh, guys like... Um, I'm totally blanking their this names is all right you. now. There's some Gavin Beavers. Kids. Some Finnish kids, yeah, yeah, they just recently got called up. And so I think... Academy wise, it's a really good look. It's healthy. Yeah. The problem is getting them from the academy to the first team. Uh, yeah, and we'll see how that goes. Which we'll talk about that a little bit yeah. later. Here, I want to get too crazy with that, but <laughs> well, anytime we sign a homegrown, I'm just like, okay, uh, which <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, right? And okay. and we got a couple of those that we'll we'll talk about here. One, one of these episodes, I want to make a list of all 30 what six 36 now yeah homegrown players we've 36. signed and see where they're at and do a where are they at now dude that would be a good idea we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll save that we'll save that for sometime yeah. this season be a good video it would be a good video it will be a good video um another big major news uh intern captain if you will marcelo silva re-signed um for he's back with the club for this year um and does, then does he keep the captaincy uh i don't think so you think he hands it back over to Demir? You I think, think he's going to miss it. I think Demir. No, I think Demir takes it back. I, I, there's like, no doubt that Marcelo will miss it, but I think it's by default Demir. If Demir's on the field, it's Demir. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's a great co-captain, fill-in captain. Absolutely. Um, and also, went a whole season without really getting injured, which was, yeah, it was the nice. first time in and a not a lot ever. of red cards. Not a lot of red cards. Yeah, not, yeah, good year was, for him. He, he knew it was his contract year, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> So they should only ever sign him to one-year deals. <laughs> Just keep re-signing him over and over right. again until he retires. Not a bad idea. 
Uh, scheduled release. Any big fixtures? Any big matches that you guys are kind of like looking forward to? Uh, the biggest one that like I remember and that sticks out to me is uh, we have we play Colorado in Colorado on Decision, Decision Day. Day. Yep. So you guys want to go to Colorado on Decision Day? Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Our social live from from Colorado. We'll run it by Andy. See what he thinks. Oh no, we we will not be doing a show there. Oh, never we mind. Will be, we'll just be going. We will be around. all in. Okay, yeah, on that game. I'm in. Unless we unless we're like you know locked in at the two spot in the West and then we can go <laughs> dink around and make fun of the Rapids. So it, it'll be really interesting to see kind of where we're at and where they're at. Um, right. That'll really that depend point, on at that point of the year. Yeah. On the seriousness and mood of the traveling fans of right. the game. So it could be a, it could be a really fun one. We also end the season. Our last, our, um, our, our last home game is against sporting KC. So we have sporting KC and then Colorado Dang, back to back rivalries, back to rivalries, back to back. Bring in Everton it. for one of those. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, let's jump into the crazy major news that we'll probably talk a lot more into depth because the first one that we have is Aaron Herrera traded to Montreal for 500K in GAM, an international roster slot, and for the one, 25th for pick for one season, and the 25th pick in the MLS draft. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about that. <laughs> and, Where do we start? Look, so... I fully anticipated Aaron Herrera leaving this right, year. Right, right. I fully anticipated Aaron Herrera leaving the MLS. I'm glad he went, if he's going to stay in the league, right, goes to the Eastern Conference. That's fine. But, man, did we get fleeced on that deal or what? I think we got for, fleeced for man. a guy like Aaron. I mean, and we talked about it multiple times throughout the uh, throughout last year. If Aaron Herrera was going to leave, it needed to be for the right price. And that's not the right price. It's far from it. 250 split over two years. Yeah. Like, or 500 split over two, so 250 a year. Yeah. One year, like, it's not, we got fleeced. Yeah. How do you he, feel about that? He needed, a, at the very least, a million dollars. How do you feel about opinion. that, Isaac? Um, I'm going to miss him. I feel like he's going to a team that probably needs him. And it's a good team, too. And it's a good team. But, yeah. I mean, Demir's getting healthy, right? And back when they were both together, well, they he were had the most assists. One-two punch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, we're probably going to miss that a lot. I th- I think him going to Montreal. I mean, obviously Montreal right now has a big void because they just sold um, what's his name, Alistair Johnson, yeah, to Celtic, which huge move for him. Um, but Montreal's kind of going through this like whole rebuild thing, and I think Aaron Herrera would be a perfect player for that. So from an Aaron perspective, it's a good move. Right. And I think he he's wanted out. Yeah. Oh, and uh, he's been yeah. ready for a new challenge, and I don't fault him for that. I just feel like Montreal got a sick deal. You could kind of tell by like his, his demeanor yeah, and his and, media appearances, stuff yes, like that. Exactly. It's very obvious. It, it was very obvious that he wanted more. Yep. And I, I don't mean, blame we him. can aspire for more here, but with what we're going to talk about right now, I just don't know if we are well, really looking at that. Right and now. honestly, sometimes you just have to have a change of, you know, view. Yeah. You know, it could, it could, he could potentially now be in talks for the national team. Right. Right. Because he's going to get more attention being on the Eastern Conference teams. You know, more people are going to watch him. Well, I, th- I think could be better, right? Like, and I think he did make that move to Guatemala. I don't know if that was 100% official yet. Oh, you know what? That's true. So he's probably not playing for the na- to, for a national team spot. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. But either way, right? He's he's right. going to be more involved with international soccer. He's It's a good move for him. For, he just yeah. got fleeced. From an Aaron perspective, uh, it's a great move, I think. But for an RSL perspective, it is we needed more. So what do we got now? Uh, Brody on the right and yes. Oviedo on the left? Yes, and we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that uh, in, in, here later on. 
But first, we got to come back to the draft because we picked up some, I guess, exciting prospects. If exciting you prospects, but prospects. Um, we used one of those picks that we got from Aaron Herrera to bring in uh, a couple of players from the Super Draft, um, including a striker by the name of Elijah Paul. He was at the academy for a minute. He was in the academy. Um, a winger from Pittsburgh, uh, former Jasper Lofsen, uh teammate Burton Jackson. I think that's how you say it. Forward Emenka Anelli, a defensive mid in Emfrey Sinclair, and a defender in Moses Mensa. Uh, those were the the picks. A lot of guys with like RSL ties already. Right. Which is the way you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, we'll be... We'll see if one of them even signs for the Monarchs, right? A lot of forwards. A lot of forwards. A lot of forwards. It's terrifying. <laughs> what do you think that means? A lot of forwards. It means we're not signing one, right? Because that's what I got out of it. And look. I mean, well, well the Monarch, are the Monarchs short on forwards? I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. I think they have a lot of attack with like Kai and Mondi. But maybe, the, maybe I don't know, depth pieces. Maybe just someone to, someone to kind of elevate that attack. I don't know what the case will be with these guys. I would like to see them get minutes this year. But I also don't want him to be forced minutes. I don't want him to be. Uh, and what I mean by that is, I mentioned it to you, is like we kind of fo- try to force Corey Bear to be that guy. Right. We kind of try to force Big Dev to be that guy. But they didn't really pan out. They didn't really like live hey. up to that potential. They didn't really live Big to the Dev hype. did. First, a season or two. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> For a season or two. But Corey Baird was the definition of a one season wonder. Oh, dude, half the season. Let's be real. Half the season wonder. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. He had like six good games. And I, I like the picks because they, I guess, they are exciting prospects. However, we, I just seem, it just seems like most of our picks just end up being that. One oh, hundred percent. Yeah. One season winners. There's you have to even worry about Jasper this year, right? Like, how's his sophomore year going to go? It's, it's right. hard to tell. And I was going to say that we eventually will we'll have a player like Jasper Loffelson, but at the same time, now Jasper has is competing um, with uh, Ojeda for yeah. that position. Yep. But it might be good for him to be off the bench or at least have some cover because last year he, we couldn't even rotate him out of the lineup. Yeah. And he looked gassed. Oh, yeah. By the end of the year, he was yeah. done. Well, have we even have they announced Ojeda is sticking around? Uh, still alone. Still alone. Right. But So he could be here another six months. Then he could be gone. here another six months and then go back to Europe, yeah. Yeah, so let's hope they're working on that right now, please. Hopefully. Hopefully. And I think uh, – a little bit related, I guess, but former Arsenal man Dane Murphy stepped away from Nottingham. That could be bad for us. So I don't know how that will play into right. the Ojeda uh, yeah. transfer. So also something to just kind of keep an eye on as man. the season uh, as the season goes forward. I would be so sad. I, lo- I love him. He's like already one of my favorite players that we have at the moment. He he came in and completely like changed um, the kind of the tempo and kind of. The energy in the midfield. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, he, he, we needed to sign him up. Stat, uh, uh, Elliot Fall, if you're listening, let's he, uh, he's not. <laughs> let's get Trey, though. Let's Hi, get Trey. On, Trey, let's get working <laughs> on Ojeda, uh, please. Uh, moving forward, Luis Rivera, uh, Monarchs player, signed a first team contract. Is the 35th homegrown player to sign for Real Salt Lake. Cool, cool. Uh, Delens Pierre, also a former RSL Academy oh, RSL tie very happy guys. With that one. Um, was over at Portland, I believe. No, Portugal. Por- oh, I, I honestly think. don't know, but he it might be Portland, he might be Portugal. Team. One of the two. But Dalian's pair is a, a center back um, who just came out of college, and he signed a first team contract as well. He as the thirty sixth homegrown um, 
of Real Salt Lake. Does that kind of move things for you guys? No. <laughs> Those were our first two signings. Those were our first two signings of the season. Luis Rivera and Dylan Spear. Um, and then we got the... Listen, listen. Like, Oh, he went to the Portland Pilots. But that, was, that was college. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were saying like he went to the Timbers. Oh, no, no, no. 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 He was uh, at college. Um, Just on these two real quick, you know... I'm happy that they signed him. Mm-hmm. I just really, really, really want to see us use them. Right. But I know it's not going to happen. And this Delgado is going to be the backup left and right back. I think Rivera. Or that's what I meant, Rivera. Yeah, I think I think Rivera is more of like a Jude Wellings um, type of signing just to have him on the first team. So that way if he does end up moving on, right. we can get a little something out of him, you know? Yeah. But I just don't really see him right now at his age and, and, and kind of his stature. physique. Yeah. yeah. I don't really see him getting meaningful MLS minutes. I mean, that could definitely change because of how many fixtures we'll have this year with League's Cup coming into play mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of – and obviously Open Cup and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so we'll see how kind of Pablo manages all that. But it, Luis Rivera is definitely a guy that I just see playing for the Monarchs this year, um, similar to that of Jude Wellings last year. Um, but probably Pierre, this year. Pierre could step in. P- I think I th- Pierre's someone I'm excited for, for sure. Did he – did he play against the uh, the old Colorado whatever those were that eliminated us from the who switchbacks Rivera? Yeah, no, no Pierre Delens. No, wrong, wrong, wrong Pierre. So we got two Pierres now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay, we got okay. two Pierres now. Delens last year was at, was at Portland. He was in college, um, but uh, Bobby Pierre is the one that you're thinking of. Yep. Okay. I'm like, I swear we had a Pierre playing. Yeah. Coming up, but we got two of them now, and they'll probably both playing with uh with the monarchs that's fine a little bit of development there yeah. is fine uh we brought back thomas gomez i'm fine with it well it's kind of hoping to be gavin beaver's job this year but he needs to be playing with the monarchs to stay fresh so i get it yeah and i, I it. that's that's 100 what that is is thomas gomez will just be the the stopgap the basically. yeah the 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 guy on the bench um you know the backup in case, and then Gavin Beavers and Fernando Delgado will probably be the two that will be playing the meaningful minutes for for the Monarchs. I could see if an injury happened to McMath, Beavers getting brought up, and Gomez still being the backup. Oh, for sure. I, and I mean, I would hope that's what would happen anyway. Ba- just based on the performance that he had against like the Chelsea Academy and the Wolves Academy, yeah, he deserves a shot. He's he's definitely. I think he's definitely right now should be the second in the pegging order. Yeah, but you always just need the guy to be on the one bench, right? Well, the the second guy is playing, mm-hmm. and the first guy is playing. Yeah, I would, and, and yeah, exactly. I would much rather have him playing those meaningful minutes for the for the Monarchs, getting the time, getting the reps, right? Playing for ourselves if need be, right? Because what, like, other than it's cool for Thomas Gomez's Wikipedia, it's not going to do anything <laughs> for his career, right? Like, right. Um, and then kind of moving forward now too, we got contract extensions to Eric Holt, Zach McMath. And Michael Chang. Michael Chang was just announced today. Um, we're recording this on the twelfth. And then, how do you guys feel about that? <laughs> well, I feel like we're not going to sign another center back now, for sure. Which is terrifying, right? So we have Glad and Silva, Holt, Delens, Pierre, Orozco. They're not going to play Orozco because we want them to. They better. <laughs> they should. But you know what I mean? Like, that's right. what I feel like would it, it would be because whenever we have a guy that we all feel like the fans feel like is going to explode, they're just ignored. <laughs> so. I'm a little, and I 100% agree, um, because, like, even in situations last year where Orozco 
probably should have played. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't, didn't even, even make the bench. He, yeah, he didn't even get. Um, he didn't even travel. Right. So that's that's what scares me. I think I think on one hand, I am I like the contract extensions because in the past we've seen guys get to the very last second, get out of their deal, and we are scrambling to resign. But, but would you be really that sad if? That but was it's Eric the Holtz? players. It's the players that they signed that kind of like right. Like I'm not really sold yeah. on Shane coming back either. We don't really need him anymore. I think this season <laughs> Michael Chang will definitely be like a depth piece. Doubt it. You know, it's dude. It's Mastrini. He has his guys. <laughs> I think. Sorry, I'm kind of neg- like <laughs> <laughs> negative. Josh is back right now. Because Josh is back. I just uh, have this sour taste in my mouth. It's really you know dry and salty. So are you are you, are you excited for? I am not. Talking? You're not. No. Dang. I'm not excited for the season. Dang. I will be once it gets here, but I'm in that like. I'm already grumpy about the upcoming season before it's even started phase. <laughs> that's, that's not a good sign usually. Well, no, it's not a good sign because it just means like the team hasn't improved to me. Yeah, I mean, it improved like a smidge, but the re-signing Holt signals to me that we're not going to go out and get someone to back up Holt and Silva. Mm-hmm. Or not Holt, Glad and Silva. Yeah. And I want that guy to be a Rosco, right? Because I want him to turn into what he can be. But like bringing Holt just, it's like, why? I, Why? Especially after just kind of the feelings. After the errors. Yeah, after the Pablo feelings that everybody. Him, like, well, yeah, even in the press conference, Pablo was over here like. Ripping him. Yeah. Yeah. Me and you, yeah, me and you were sitting in there. So it's like, well, why are you bringing him back then if you can't trust him? He's a fine player, but he's not a starter or the first backup. In my I think opinion. he's definitely a USL caliber. Oh, he would crush it in the USL. Yeah, caliber type of player. But, and then Chang like. Chang's getting up there in age. He's getting up there in age, and we have Sava on the right, and now we have uh, Gomez on the right. Oh, yeah. It's like, if he plays, why are those two on the bench? You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. And then the left wing. <laughs> well, the yeah. The left wing let, scares me let's completely. Get into it. Let's get into it, because, and hopefully this will cheer you up, because that's kind of the, the next big question is the club record transfer signing. Carlos Andres Gomez coming over from Millionarios from Colombia. Four milli? For four milli. Well, like, wow, we spent some money. I'm that excited. That was my first thought. I was like, okay, we spent money. I'm excited. But then we're not going to spend money anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. It's the re-signing of Holt, <laughs> right? right? But, but no, like, I hope he can play on the left. That's my first thought. And I've heard people say he can play across the front. Yeah. You know, the front three, but let's hope it's true and he's not coming off the bench to play for Saba. I think, uh, your club record signing needs to start, and I've already seen this whole, like, oh, he's young, he may not be starting every game. Which and I that disagree. scares me. Like, yeah, no, he's your club record signing. You should be playing him. Look, I'm very excited. I'm very positive. It's a very positive signing for me because not only is it sh- the club record signing, but Millionado fans are not happy with letting him go. Yeah, they're, they're pissed. They're sad. I was going through Twitter and they were super upset that he was leaving because yep. it's an exciting young prospect. And some fans even went as far as to dub him as the next Luis Diaz. So, <laughs> Which, uh, imagine if we would have gotten him for the 50K yeah, right. <laughs> on a Monarchs deal. <laughs> oh, my God. That just makes me want to vomit. Everything about this signing is, is exciting for me. He's no, 20 years old. He's He, he can play, base, like you said, across the front. And just, I think he has, like, a smile already. Yeah. He, he, he just remember. Remember Olmez? How Olmez just yeah. always looked happy? I've been thinking about Olmez a lot lately. Yeah. He's yeah. one of those guys, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. 
He's he's definitely. I'm just excited. There's like a lot of people were like a little concerned with like 13 goals and 4,000 minutes, but it's it, he's 20 years old. Like he still has a lot to develop. He still has a lot way, a long way to go. Especially if fans over in Colombia are dubbing him the next Luis Diaz. You know he's a very pacey um, and really technical on the really, really good on the ball. And so I can definitely see kind of like hopefully Sava like either on the right. Or the left, and then Gomez, you know, on the other side right. of him, vice versa. They however, can just rotate yeah, whole however that might be, yeah. and that I think that could bring a really good dynamic to our attack. Yeah, it would be a lot better than Sava Miram, Sava Chang, Sava Musovski, mm-hmm. Sava, <laughs> Sava any Right. So, <laughs> it's a good sign. I'm pumped. It's a good sign. I love it. I think it's good. Um, I think it's a step in the right direction for Elliot Fall in the front office. Yes. I think it's a good, but. We need to see more of it now. Oh, absolutely! You We're took not... the you took the step. That's right. one big step for RSL's FO. Right now, let's make the leap. Well, so now let's get into our next section, which is the state of the roster, because right now we still have a giant donut hole up top. Right, and then like some mouse holes at the bottom. Right, right, because there's no right or left back cover. Right, at all. Which. And I think, and I think this kind of goes back to what we talked about a little bit earlier with like how many homegrowns are coming in, how many young signings are coming in. I think this year they're leaning a lot towards that youth because they got to use they, them. They've said they've said that, or Monsterani even came out and said in some of the preseason um, pressers or whatever. Bode, he's mentioned Bodie Hidalgo by name. He's mentioned Zach Barnesworth by name. Like he's talking about all these young guys right. who can step up to first Play team right this back. year. You uh, push Bodie to the right back. Bodie Hill, yeah, he's he played right back the entire season yeah, last year with a uh, right wing back, I guess. Yeah, uh, I was like, I'll take right wing back, yeah. but not like a full on right back. Right, but I think I think right now, and uh, this play, uh, it plays a lot into uh, the Aaron Herrera trade. Is I think they're they're kind of banking on him to go back. Right, and I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, but it just needs to be known, right, that these guys are going to get minutes and they're going to develop, mm-hmm. and then they need to use them. Right, I don't want to go see some emergency signing. Right before deadline, because they panic, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. make that your plan and go for it. And and it's it's going to be a long season Absolutely. with with Open Cup, Absolutely. with Leagues Cup coming in. It's going to be a long season, so there's gonna, definitely going to be a lot of opportunities for guys like Bodie, guys like Zach Barnesworth, guys like hopefully Orozco to step up, get those minutes. But hopefully, K Kai K even and yeah, maybe Axel, maybe Axel Kai as well. Kai, I don't know why I want to say K. Kai, it might be Kai. I don't know. It's K. Might be Kai K. I think it's Kai. It's K. I don't know. Um, but, but we all just we all just confused each other. Didn't yeah. We? <laughs> yeah, we're professionals, guys. I think huh. I I think with how many picks we we took in in the draft, trading up for pay, uh, for picks with Atlanta, trading Aaron for picks. I think they're banking on the youth movement this year. Sure. And honestly, I feel like if you're trading for a pick. You better have planned on using, but yeah, you better know he's he, he's gonna. Be You're gonna be using him, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, like, because the super draft is looked at as like a joke, right? Right. So, so let's if you're kinda... training for picks, like, I hope that's a guy you're planning on using. Let's kind of go through, I guess, the uh, the usual the the eleven, um, and kind of like every position on the field, and kind of talk about the depth, kind of talk about the players that we have now, um, and kind of see where we're at, um, and kind of like give the, the state of the roster again. So we'll start with yeah. goalkeepers. Goalkeepers is the same. We're it's fine. It's going to be the same. Yeah, it's yep. going to be. We just talked about it with Beavers hopefully stepping up. Yep. Um, but that back line, I mean, starting back line is Andrew Brody on the right. Yep. Justin Glad, Marcelo Silva, Oviedo. and Brian Oviedo. Yep. Or Oviedo. Yep. But then we don't really have. 
There's zero backup. <laughs> we don't really have a lot of backups. We have a lot of center backs. Yeah. Like young, young center backs, but... And and so that's why I said it makes me feel like they're going for that youth movement where Den, uh, Dellens Pierre, where he could probably play right Eric back. Holt and Tazi Orozco will be the ones fighting for that kind of third yeah. center back spot. Let's go Hazi. Go Hazi. I'm I love Hazi. Yeah, I I'm, love Hazi. I'm very pro Hazi. <laughs> I think I think we all are. Um, and then for the for the kind of the backup wing pack positions, we have Mensa. Who just came in from the super draft? We have uh, Bodie Hidalgo. We have um, Zach Farnsworth. We got Brooks Lennon. Though we don't have Brooks Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Is he still in Atlanta? Yeah, I was just trying to yeah. throw you. Love that guy. He was a good player too. No, I hated him. You yeah. don't like him? I liked him. He was not a right back when he played. He was for not us. a right back for not sure. When he played for us, for sure. Anyway, um, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I it's can't, pretty I, thin. I can't really think of anybody else. And again, it's just kind of leaning towards that uh, that youth movement. I guess now Luis Rivera, if you want to throw him in there as well. Yeah, but the odds of him seeing him get minutes, it's like seeing Jude Welling gets minutes, right? Like it's it's low. Uh, the midfield, I feel a little more confident in this year. Um, so far, it depends on where Demir's playing. Purely, and that's true as well. But purely because of Brian Ojeda. Is why sure, I'm but more the, the depth, I still think we're missing one guy. We need one more guy. Uh, so Unless like, they're going to play Sinclair. Kind of like those holding midfielder spots um, that we're going to be talking about right now is like guys like Pablo Ruiz, Brian Ojeda, uh, Scott Caldwell, who's back. Oh, he is back, but Beasler's gone. Beasler is gone. I still think we need one And then one more. Like, like you said, Sinclair um, could probably is a yeah, defensive mid. I think that's probably the plan. We picked him up pretty high. He, I don't, I haven't really seen much on him, so I'm not really sure what I think about him yet. Uh, preseason. Oh, and Jasper. Yeah, you forgot about the best one, and I forgot about Jasper. So that, that that one, I'm pretty confident in. I feel like Scott is is a guy. It, it, he did well. He did good yeah, enough. He had last moments. Year. Yeah, he did good enough last year. We'll say that. Yeah, he's just not the starter for sure. I think I think this year, depending on what happens with Pablo Ruiz, it'll be him and Nojeda. I think so too. And then Jasper and then, is the next in line. Yep. And so I, that one, kind of the holding midfield spots, is the most the one where I feel uh, the most confident in. And then we kind of get to that wings, the wing spots. Wings are fine. Which we the have plenty. The left needs a little love. <laughs> hopefully that's Gomez. Uh, yeah, again, hopefully it's, it, like I said, it's vice versa. They both can play either side between Jefferson and Gomez. Um, but on the bench, on the bench, I mean, we got some good guys. We got... Justin Miram, who's probably going to take on a super super sub role this year, mm-hmm. um, as we've seen as we saw in twenty twenty one. Hopefully, we can get um, Anderson Julio back to his twenty twenty one self yep. as well. I completely um, forgot about Julio. He, I'm, I feel like he'll be a lot better this year with the whole, with the preseason, whole preseason. Yeah, it makes instead a of difference. sitting out for four months. We got Danny Musovski. Do we classify him as a winger or a striker? I don't know. <laughs> we played him as a winger, so let's go winger. We'll we'll throw him in as wing, I guess. He can be, you know, either or. Um, I just I don't know how I feel about Danny. He hasn't had enough time with us. The the little have minutes. We, have we even re-signed him? We did, yeah. We did. I think I think he had a an option. Oh, uh, so it wasn't still like a, from his LAFC contract. So it was just like a team option pick. Yeah, yeah. Not so worth worthy of announcement. Right. Basically. Right. Okay. Um, the, just from like the little time that we saw from him. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not a fan. But I don't expect him to I, get a lot of minutes. So. Again, maybe a whole preseason will help. 
Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Michael Chang is also on there. Neat. Which, again. Old. I know there's a lot of Chang fans, but I'm over the Chang. <laughs> You're over the Chang. Um, and then we kind of get to the more of attacking midfield spot where I guess we'll throw in Demir Krylak's name in there. We'll throw in uh, Diego Luna. And oh, yeah, Diego. That's pretty wow. much it. Yeah, that is it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yep. Which is why we saw Salva playing in that spot so much last season, but I don't want him there this year. No. Please no. I don't want him there this year. And then there's the striker position. Which we're going to be depending on Rubio Rubin. We're going to be depending on, again, Musaski or Julio, depending on where a master anyone will want to play them. Does any of that give you like any kind um, of confidence? Elijah Paul. Does any of that give you any kind of confidence? No, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. I would not be surprised if Elijah Paul is our starting striker come Vancouver. Wow. wow. I would not be surprised. I would, but like not at the same time. Right. I would be surprised. He, do- he doesn't have to beat a lot out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Rubio Rubin hasn't really done a lot other than he's a vet to like earn that spot. At the right. Moment. right. And I mean, again, like kind of Rubio's trajectory last year was, was rough. So, really, the odds, what we're saying is Demir Krylock will be the starting striker. <laughs> I think right now... And we will be back to square one. <laughs> I think right now, with what we have, we'll probably have, like, Sava on the wing with Gomez and then Demir up top. And then probably, like, someone filling that hole now. In I, w- I wish they would just let him be the attacking midfield we- guy and then... Just have a striker out there. We still, we still have we have no matter which way you look at it, we have holes in that kind of attacking midfield yeah, spot. It's, it's because scary. Diego Luna will be out a lot this year. Yeah, with the, there's the, U, the Concacaf yeah. um, championships coming up. There's the U twenty stuff coming up, um, and so Trey mentioned that he's going to be out a lot. So um, what are the odds? What are the odds we just go and renegotiate with Augsburg and bring back Cordova? Which Elliot Fall said it's not completely out of the conversation. Right, and Cordova, you know, subtweeting like he does. Mm-hmm. Love it. Would you be okay with it? I would honestly because we hated Cordova for a hot minute last year. Let's let's let <laughs> which, us not forget. Yeah, which but, everybody. Oh but, yeah, go ahead, but, go ahead. But I do want him back. I would Same. want him back. Same. I would love yeah. to have him he's back. He's a he's a one of those abusive relationships. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm going to go back on Twitter and find all of our tweets and find everybody's tweets of just people dogging on Cordova and compare them to all the tweets of everybody like begging Elliot on Twitter to bring him back. Yeah, I'm, I'd be fine if he came back. I'd be okay with it, too. We yeah. kind of saw glimpses of the player he was brought in to be towards the end of the season, especially against Austin. Uh-huh. Um, that performance against Austin, I think, alone should have probably deserved him deserved to bring him back. But I, Well, I'm going to be honest on this one i i don't think he wanted to come back i think he wanted to explore his options and i don't think his options panned out like he hoped Mm -hmm. and i think since he didn't have any options he went back to augsburg knows he's not going to play and i think that's where this is coming from like okay like you know the grass wasn't greener on the other side i guess i'll come back and and does that make you want him back any less i mean no because it sours it for me a little bit right like Sorry you had to end up here, but I'm glad you're here. And I feel like that's I feel like if he does come back, that's just the relationship we're always gonna have with Cordova. Right. Because he'll, I feel he'll like... leave at any time because it's not his yeah. preferred, but while he's here we'll just be happy. Right. 
Unless he sucks, then <laughs> we'll tell him to leave. And I think I think with him, I think even last year it was kind of that situation. You know, he wasn't getting minutes for Osberg. We just got the new ownership, the Blitzer Umbrella or, or whatever. The Umbrella. Umbrella. <laughs> and then he kind of came over because it was the easy move. Right. It was the easy move for him. And, and Path kinda, of least resistance. Yeah, kind of helped him revive his career. But which is a big reason why, too, Gomez decided to come to Russell Lake. Okay. And I think that's huge. Um, apparently, there was reports coming out of Colombia that he had a lot of offers from uh, in the from the Brazilian league. Uh, some offers from Europe, some offers from uh, I can't remember where, but eventually he picked Real Salt Lake because of the connection that we have now with Crystal Palace and teams like Osberg. So he saw that we had a network and was like, yes. "That's attractive," which is huge. It is huge. I think that's fantastic. So with Cordova, do you think do you think they even ever started looking for a new nine, or do you think they went, he'll be back? <laughs> Again, just with how with many the way picks, the draft went, yeah, I think that's exactly what they striker thought. Striker forward picks we they thought in? Demir should be back. Cordova, would be Cordova, back. yeah. Let's just take some flyers. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Right. Which I I hate that. Right. <clears throat> Which and then now we also have to kind of look at the I, I how many players we have on the roster. Because there's obviously roster limits with MLS, yep. we can only we're only allowed thirty players. But we have an extra international spot now. We do have an extra international, which spot. which makes me hope there's another signing in, in the loops. So if anything, I think there's probably there will probably only be one, so we can be roster compliant, and hopefully yeah, they it's use Cordova. yeah, and hopefully they use yeah. that international spot, and hopefully they use that open DP slot slot that yeah. we have. Um, but you're probably right; it's probably Cordova. But would you want Cordova as a DP? I don't think he's worth DP money. He probably thinks he's worth DP yeah. money. I guess you could bring him in as a DP, but structure it so you can just immediately buy him out. Yeah. Junior producer, you've been awfully quiet. How do you feel about uh, Gomez? I don't know yet. I really don't. There's not a lot of info out on out, well, out on him there yet. Can we, you know, outside of just the excitement and the kind of lack of highlights, can we talk about the uh, the, the Real Salt Lake art that was posted? Oh, geez. Where he yeah. is clearly on Natum's body. <laughs> he was photoshopped onto Natum Manoa's body. They, um, he's just so <laughs> jacked dude. suddenly, dude. He's, you know what I mean? He's not that big. You know, the, you know what's funny is the edit's so bad I didn't even notice. I didn't notice that. that. Dude, I, let, I literally saw that picture. I was like, that's Natum. <laughs> it was... No way. I, the, I lo- this kid is like 5'8". Yeah. 100 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they put him on Are you finding body? it? <laughs> it's insane. I just like could not stop we texted laughing. It. I, we texted it. <laughs> Do you see now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no way. That's Natum's body, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. It's <sighs> Welcome, Gomez, to, <sighs> to Salt Lake City. Um... But now that since we're still on the topic of like talking about signings and and all and whatnot, what about the Juan Fernandez Quintero rumor that apparently that was a real flash in a pan? Do you it, think it was it, real? It, it literally lasted like two minutes. <laughs> I think it was just another agent, yeah, using RSL's name, right? To... Oh, I got excited, man. I know. I got excited. We're not that lucky, dude. He's kind of he's kind of like on a decline in his career, unfortunately. Um, but he's still 28 years old. He's definitely looking for a 
a way to revive his career, and so he had some MLS offers, and apparently Real Salt Lake was one of the teams throwing their yeah. hats. Hey, if we threw a hat in, I'm happy. And I would have loved him because I think I think a guy like Juan Fer Quintero at Real Salt Lake, you're kind of looking at like a Zelarayan type player. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have been instant difference maker. Oh, absolutely. The West Coast would be our our offense would have. Yeah, the Western on. Conference would be put on notice. Oh, absolutely. It would have. It. It sucks because I got really really excited. Then literally within two minutes, I texted you back yeah. the Columbus one, and I was like, Yeah, no. How about it's uh, over? Christian Arango wanting a new contract deal or a move. I think he stays with LAFC. I do too, but I like seeing RSL's name linked with them again. It is nice. It is nice. And I don't know what it is about RSL and Colombians this cheeky. off season. <laughs> right? It's all cheeky. Cheeky's doing the Lord's work. Shout out Cheeky, bro. I'm sure um, Cheeky I'm sure Cheeky kinda had something to do with that Gomez transfer. Probably. <laughs> but the real option that's probably gonna happen is Christian Ramirez. Christian Ramirez. The guy we all wanted. It's, it has Bobby Wood written all over it, bro. Oh, this has Yura Part 2, Robbie Finley Part 2, yeah. Bobby Wood, Ortuño written all over it. He's going to come in, score two goals. Yay. And that's it, <laughs> right? Which, I mean, and prior to coming in here, you know, five years, we talked about five years ago, I would have 100% taken him. Right, and we, if I remember correctly, like, we fumbled that bag yeah. back then, too. So it's like I... If we, that's when we would have wanted him. We don't want him now. I, I, yeah, no, I would not take him now. Hard pass, actually. Which, I mean, it makes sense because, like, we have that hole up top that we need to fill. And so as that's, soon as, as, soon as you, you see his with, name, man. as soon as you see his name linked with Rouse Lake, it's, it makes, it, it, those kinds of transfers make sense. Sure. But that's also but the point the that I would rather see the draft picks or Academy kids play that spot instead of just some aging striker that's going to be here for six months. And Probably pull his hamstring. You know I was what I mean? Like, say play like three games. Like I, I just not interested whatsoever in that move. Um, another name that I saw getting thrown out there was another Nottingham player, uh, by the name of Emmanuel Dennis. Sure, let's do it. Um, twenty-three year old, I believe, who has also kind of fallen out of the Nottingham, um, depth chart. Yeah, fall out of favor, right, to RSL. Right, bring it on. All right, and I, I, uh, Nigerian striker, I believe he was. Which sounds fantastic, but now apparently them and Watford are like going to do a switch for switch, so I don't think that's happening. That's all right. At least um, the, uh, that kind of option is a thing now. Which, again, how much does Dane Murphy play into that? Or was playing into yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. So, well, it, well it, luckily... It kind of scares I mean, me with Ojeda, you know? Yeah. It just might cost a little more. Probably. But I hope they see his value. I, I hope so. I hope he comes in and has like the all-star monster, year yeah, yeah monster season to start off and we have no choice right we have no choice the front office and pay whatever play, pay whatever yep. it is bring him on and i really like that guys like him and gomez are u22s yep i think that's huge um it's kind of keeping open that dp spot for now for now until cordova takes it and wastes it <laughs> Again with the salty. Apologies. It's also nice. It's also nice because again with like the contract extensions that you know we're not really used to seeing them happen before yeah, they end. It's usually oh he's out of contract. Yeah, he's moved. Oh okay, he'll come back. And then now utilizing the U twenty two, which I feel like was kind of underused last year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to see that from the front office. It's kind of nice to see that from ownership and and you know all those people working behind the scenes to finally utilize things like that to help us boost the team 
it's nice. It's refreshing, and it's uh, hopefully we got more coming in. I I want to see one more signing, right? Just one, and it needs. To, it, I think it needs. Like a, I think a it splash needs to be type. a striker. Yeah, it needs to be a striker. Yeah, it's, even if it's just Cordova, like please. You know what I mean? I think I'm at the please. point. I'm at the point where I'd be okay with letting the young guys kind of, you know, the depth pieces that we be have, on the especially bench. on the back line. Yeah. You know, like. Hidalgo or Roscoe, whatever. Oh, let's score some damn goals. But let's get a striker. Let's get yeah. someone up top. Let's because that's what we missed last year. Our that's, defense last year was was great. That's what we've missed yeah. for the last decade. Yeah. Since Sabario left, we have not been dangerous. You know, Sabo's still playing. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, let's bring him back. He's playing in Costa Rica. <laughs> let's bring him back. I'm down. <laughs> but like you know, Demir did a fine job, but it's just not his. It's not his home. Like I would love to see us spend. Five million on a striker that can score ten goals consistently. That's like low bar. Yeah. If we go out and we if we go out and we do uh, a Cucho type deal, then we're serious contenders immediately. One hundred percent. Even yeah. even with all the young talent yeah. that we have, immediately contenders. Yeah. But you know, there's the locker room, and we don't want to upset everyone because someone's making too much money. Which, if depending on how true the Dennis rumor was, I think Emmanuel Dennis could have been that guy. But, but that's also like at a certain point that like train of thought is just absolutely ridiculous if you want to win. Let's go after Chicho, you know. Please. Yeah. I would buy his jersey home and away and imaginary third immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of which, um kind of moving forward now to the new away kits I'm drop so on February 16th. Dude, they're beautiful. They're glorious. They are. They're nice. They're glorious. I'm, I'm in, so excited. I'm in the same group chat as you guys, and I haven't seen them. None, none of you have seen them. <laughs> I'm just going along with it. Oh. <laughs> I have seen them. Nice. He has seen Andy them. and I have seen them. Yeah. Okay. We weren't we weren't that cool yet, you know? Hmm. I don't think we still are that cool. They're beautiful. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm going to be bold and say the 2024 season mm-hmm. with this next year's away and our new home, it'll be the jet best jersey combination RSL has ever had. I'm going to hold you to that. They're incredible. If you guys hate the new away jersey, like I'm gonna judge you because <laughs> it's not. I'm just. It's not white. Oh, oh. is it purple? Yes. Is it Utah Royal Jazz purple? purple. <laughs> With mountains. Yes. Let's and it says it. the Jazz. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or is it highlighter yellow? It's purple. <laughs> Kind of moving forward with league news, uh, Jersey Week is going to be that week of February sixteenth. Um, it, it's it, it's going to be that week. Um, a lot of like really interesting transfers happening around the league. I don't know if you guys have been kind of keeping up with like who's going where, who's brought in um, what. A little bit, but is there anything? It's that, mostly depressing. Is there anything that kind of like stands out to you? Things you're excited to see? Bail, bail retiring kind of threw me. Bail retiring kind of sucks. Yeah, but it make it it it, it makes sense from for Bale's career and it might work out better for LAFC. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think if he were to stay, they needed to somehow structure his contract to be DP. Oh, for sure. But it, it it's, it sucks. Cause like he was going to hamstring them a little bit this year and yeah. now they're just going to get better. Yeah. Which they're already working towards it because yeah. they brought in some like 20 year old Serbian. I yeah. think who's supposed to be like dangerous. really good. Um, so we'll see how, we'll see how LAFC looks, especially now with Aaron Long as well, getting added Bro. to that roster. How, which, what, <laughs> like, 
At a certain point, man, like <laughs> it's cheating. It really like yeah. what rule are you playing by that yeah. we're not playing by? Right. You know what I mean? I know a lot of it is like the owners have to like really pay for everything, but like my god, why do we have roster rules at this point? It's ridiculous what they're doing, dude. I think, and I I, I said it to you guys as well. Is that Aaron Long move? He was subpar last year. Not yeah. a, he was yeah. a like fourth tier MLS center back at best right. last but year. His year prior. But I think him moving to LAFC is kind of just like we said about Aaron. Right. Change of scenery, yep. revival, and I think he's going to be primal lave with, with LAFC. <sighs> exactly what we need. <laughs> the, the rich getting richer. Yeah. It, it, feel, it really does feel like every team in the West is getting better. Sands Colorado. Except Colorado. They've and done maybe, nothing. And maybe San Jose. Yeah, they've really done Kansas City really hasn't done much. Which, Ronaldo. They, they thought about it. it apparently... There was apparently it was there was talks. Can it you imagine happening. him in that piss ass baby blue jersey, dude? Dude, gross. Dude, that would have sucked. That would have been. I, I would have hated to see him play for. <laughs> it's one thing if he's like, you know, playing for New York and like, yeah, obviously, yeah. You know, like Kansas City. Yeah, he would not have lived there. No, he would no, have flown no, in. He would have not. flown in for every game. He would have skipped every training. Yeah, he's not gonna stay in Kansas City. No, I wouldn't. I've I've been to Kansas once and I hated it. Same. Yeah. I never want to go back. <laughs> Kansas is the worst. But that would have been a crazy move. Other player, other teams around us still getting better. Portland's made some really good additions. Um, Seattle's a team that I'm like, I don't know where or how Seattle is going to be this year. Okay, bro. Hold on. Going from Garth Lagerway to Craig Craig Weibel. Exactly. We know how that went. Exactly. I'm curious. It'll oh, that's gonna go. Obviously, he has more to work with. He's yeah. not dealing with a Deloy Hansen. Mm. But I'm kind of shocked he got another GM job, and Seattle's at that. I think it's the part that I'm really interested to see is that like we're already at this point of the of this off season. They have to get ready to go to Club World Cup, right? And they've made like no additions. No, and they've lost. They and they lost were a new, a new... They, they were bad last year. New who? Yeah, didn't they lose yeah. him? I think so. Yeah, so like. That's a big piece for yeah. them. I think it's a big piece for them. I liked him. But, I mean, I would love to see Seattle have another piss-poor season. Mostly to see Albert have a piss-poor season. I forgot I forgot all about Albert. Yeah, and I it's really gonna, not just that. It's, I like it when teams that have been a predominant pain in the ass and, like, winning a lot, like, finally suck. Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. Toronto. Like, watching their fans get, get humbled is my favorite thing. I, I think... I think kind of just seeing things so far, there's obviously contenders um, with like LAFC, uh, but there's a lot of teams that like were contenders that are heading into that rebuild. Seattle's one of them. Mm -hmm. NYFC. Portland kind of is. Portland, I think since last year they were starting to rebuild. They, they let go of a lot of like crazy talent. They're starting to bring in better talent. Um, So we'll see kind of what happens with Portland. I think Vancouver is done with their rebuild, but like on their top end of like, this is the squad they're going with and they're just going to get better. I don't think they're going to win, but they're going to be a good they have, team. They have solid players. Yeah. They have solid players that I just think Vancouver hasn't really like hit their stride yet because they've they've just been plagued with injuries. Right. So uh so um San Jose didn't get any better. No. Galaxy Galaxy needs to get better this window. Yeah. They have, they to, have whatever to. whatever they have to do, they need to get better this window because they can't sign anybody for like what? A year? Yeah. Colorado didn't get better even though they signed Cabral from LA. 
which Cabral was not good. No, I would not have signed him. No. Um, no. Austin's about the same. I think Austin. I think Austin is no matter what Austin is going to compete. Yeah, um, because Houston. they're bringing back all their great players. Houston is just in a bad situation. Yeah, Dallas too. <laughs> like, this is a year that if a good move is made, RSL could be at the top of the Western Conference. Right. I mean, let's be real. RSL, we're always right there. Yeah, we it's were just la- the we were one. Last year. It's the one or two pieces that we just need to get us over that line. Plain yeah. and simple. Yep. We need a goal scorer, and we need to get one. It's that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, there's still plenty of time. The season, the window ends in April. Hopefully we can get them in yeah, before. Yeah, I want them before preseasons. Yeah. So, excuse me. So we'll kind of see just what happens with with all that. Um, but the last thing we'll wrap up things here with is uh, kind of the whole Apple TV situation. How do you guys really, how do you guys feel right now in, in this moment about Apple TV and everything switching over? I hate it. I was excited, but I'm kind of hating it right now just because I don't, I don't know. Right. And I have to go sign up for some package and pay money that I haven't had to pay before. Um, the only thing that I'm pumped on it, like about is the fact that I can watch any game now and not have like right. blackouts. Right. That's going to be dope because getting on ESPN plus and, you know, just wanting to watch a random match, but it's blacked out cause it's Portland versus Vancouver. Like, yeah, I'm excited for not, that not to happen, but you know, seeing the broadcasters come out, you know, no Dunny is obviously just a huge swing and a miss. And then some of the guys they pick, like Balboa, dude. Oh yeah, I'm not. A They're fan atrocious, of, right? Not a fan of Marcelo Balboa. Well, and like he's a guy that cannot, like he can't not be a homer. Yeah. So I have a feeling there's gonna be a lot of those guys where. You know, they're going to broadcast the RSL game, know nothing about RSL, bring nothing to the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting season. So the initial, the initial people that are kind of like of note, um, that they are bringing in for the MLS, um, season pass is what they're calling it, is Marisa Du, who's been He's around fine. the league forever. He's fine. Taylor Twelman, who was uh, the play by, or color commentator for years. I'm not years. a big Twelman fan. I'm not either. Boo. Yeah. He's also he's also very Homer. He's a, he's and he's right. He's yeah. just right. <laughs> uh, Taylor Twelman, Sacha Kleshton, who just retired, fresh off a of playing career. So that's like an yeah. interesting like, who's your friend at Apple? Right. They got you this job with no previous experience. L- yeah, literally just retired like what three weeks ago. Yeah, and is already on there. Uh, Philadelphia legend Sebastian Latour. He's fine. I liked him. Yeah, liked he's him been decent. Yeah. yeah, I liked him as a player. Well, and I've I've seen him do like weird one off broadcasts, and he's okay. No, I haven't seen that. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, all time leading goal scorer for the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, we'll see. He's funny on Natum's podcast, so. He's a very funny guy. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's a funny so guy. that might be good. Diego Valeri, who I'm excited to see. Does he have any experience with this? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think I think he's also very He's gonna be like on the pregame though, probably. He's not yeah. gonna be doing play by play. I think he I think he was like a had like a directive role with Portland for a little bit okay. and then kind of jumped into this. Um but the play by play guys, uh guys of note are kinda like Mac Mac Brest, Max Brestos. Uh-huh. He has the most annoying voice, dude. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching him on Fox Soccer Channel. You guys are way too young for that, but <laughs> was, I, re- I remember seeing him a lot last year um, because I would like hop on to like ESPN Plus and like watch yeah, the LA- LAFC just, games. He has a really annoying voice, and he was the lead guy. Kind of high. <laughs> uh, Steve Cangalosi, who is the guy who always did the ESPN games with Dunny, 
Yep. Um, He's decent. And then probably my favorite, Pablo Ramirez, coming over from Univision. Okay. He was the lead commentator for, for Univision for like 15 years. So that was like eight names? Not even eight? Um, No, I skipped a lot of like, oh, okay. the, like the less well, big comments. I was going to say like the the realistic or the, the realistic, the reality of it is mm. there's a lot of games going on at the same time. <laughs> exactly. And so that's the positive um, because Pablo Maurer, Iglesias, I think his name is, at MLSTIS on, yep. on Twitter. Um, he's works with the athletic. He's very kind of into the whole Apple situation and is the one who's been posting a lot of the details, but he says they're not done. Yeah, the, they can't be. There's too many games yeah. and they're going to need. He says they're not done, and um, there's still a lot more guys, a lot more faces that will be added to kind of this roster, um, including Brian Dunsett. Let's hope, man. He deserves it and needs to get it. He, somewhere, somewhere, someone posted, I think it was also an athletic um, uh, article or whatever, but the athletic, I think, rep- uh, reported that Dunny was on the list of guys who were still to be announced. Okay. So maybe they've already so hired it's not him over. they just yeah. haven't announced it yet. It's not over. Um, and I think Trey also um, posted, someone asked in our Twitter questions when we announced the roster, if, uh, or I guess the, the season pass roster, if uh, we were excited for it. And a lot of people were like, no Dunny, no Dunny, no Dunny. And then Trey responded to someone today and said, yes. Interesting. Okay. So Trey might know a little bit more than us as well. Well, I I really hope Dunny gets it because we need Dunny's yeah. guidance and it it definitely sounds knowledge. like knowledge. It definitely sounds like he's he's he he will be there. It definitely sounds like so, and he'll probably be mostly kind of like doing this region's broadcast where well we got us, right. we got Colorado. Right, he will be area. flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll Sweet. see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm. Excited, like you said, for MLS, just for that, the blackouts. We get all this content. Um, that yeah, con- teams have to make content now. So yeah. let's see what they can put out. And it's going to be a lot of content. Yeah. It's going to be like, um, going, just going through here is they're doing pieces that kind of lays out supporters, the culture um, of, of every team. Um, Two-minute series about uh, profiles for like a dozen of the players on the teams. Five episode series on iconic players, iconic coaches. See, of the I club. love all this. This is all content that fans have been dying for. Yeah, yeah. I'll, and, I'll literally watch that for every team. Um, they they also need to do stuff for the the classic club moments, which will just put pieces of like a club's history together and put out kind of like a little docu series on it. Um, oh, obviously, beautiful, beautiful. Two thousand nine, two thousand eleven, two thousand thirteen will be there for us. Um, Pecky the cat. <laughs> can't forget about the cat. Um, and then just reporting on having like a little series about what the teams are doing inside of their communities to uh, to connect with yeah, people. That's all good stuff. And Which, I can't wait to watch it, yeah, to be completely honest. The more and more things that are rolling out Apple TV, it's making me excited. But I still think that this year is a test run. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, so many things could go wrong. Right. They could scrap a lot of things. But, you know, if, if people... I, I see a lot of people complaining about, like, you know, the Wrexham show right now mm-hmm. and how people are, like, full-on supporters of Wrexham but have no idea about LMS. Like, things like Apple wants to do will get people to, like, get that same feeling, right? Like, right. oh, this is why I should support this club. And, and, and get you a little more intimate with that club. 
That's how you build a fan base, right? And and I think I think with Apple TV announcing all this, that's kind of it. Kind of seems like that's the direction they want to head. They got ten years to kind of figure it out, play with it. Ten years, ten years, man, oh to figure it out, kind of play with it, make sure it's a perfect product. Hopefully by year three, year four. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but there's still there's still there's still going to be a lot of kinks, and I think with things like Wrexham with uh, their series there was like an espn exclusive series for lafc when they first came into the league yeah which was great those were really, do that really good really insightful and i think now it's gonna be really cool to kind of get a little bit of that with for every club um with this apple deal very cool and i think that's pretty much it that's kinda, we oh, kinda, I, I got one uh, do you guys want a blog boy shirt oh yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> yes i do <laughs> Yeah, I think we might we might uh, open those up for people to purchase. Blog boys shirts. Blog boys represent. Coming soon. To... That's something we never talked about. We'll never talk about that. Okay. <laughs> but we'll wear a shirt. <laughs> Let's wear it to like the first game, the first home game. Yeah. Let's just show up in it. I'm down. I'll be walking to the press box with it. The blog boys. Oh yeah, I love it. Back in town, baby. <laughs> guys are trolls. <laughs> well, uh, coming but... from the troll family. That's true. Me? You're almost as bad as your brother. Yeah. You're just a lot more quiet about it. Yeah. You got subtle trolls. Yeah. (laughs) Let's wrap this up. He's getting on. Last thing. Last thing to talk about. Um, Kind of a funny one. Jurgen Klopp. Not knowing who Nathan Noah was. (laughs) I don't know if you played, but. I don't think. It was such a. It's such a funny moment to just kind of hear that. Because he's like asking him a question about. Um, the game, and then Klopp was like, "Well, I don't know if you've played football." And then ESPN and, the and Nader was just laughing, dude, on the yeah. other side of the screen. He was like, <laughs> "They were just like tearing him apart, dude. They're just like roasting him on ESPN FC." And I feel so bad because, like, I love Nader, dude. And he's like trying to explain, and he was like, "Did why didn't you say anything?" And he was like, "Well, Klopp was already in bad mood, right? So he didn't, didn't want to get into a fight or whatever." <laughs> and then ESPN FC went as far as to put a graphic of comparing Klopp's career playing career with Natum's right and Natum Klopp never played like a top flight game Natum spent years and years at Man City yep and Natum has almost as many goals as Jurgen Klopp which is crazy for a defender yeah it's because Natum is an all-time great he is he is uh and that pretty much is it guys uh thank you guys for watching listening talking about the rsl show yeah we didn't record it are we gonna like put out more videos and stuff where we were supposed to do all podcasts on video but we'll get there you know we'll get there we're excited we're excited 2023 um new year new season uh we're hoping to bring you guys a lot more content in 2023 we're hoping to uh stay in your hearts in 2023 um from joshua clark from isaac munoz from annie munoz for myself alex napolis thank you guys for watching the RSL show on the KSL Sports Network and we'll catch you guys next time. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. 
started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.